Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, my beautiful people. I have another episode with both me, Jenny D, and I have the pleasure of having Kim. Kim and I have been friends for a long time. Our boys are in the same grade, and our Kim's daughter and my son are in the same grade. So we've seen each other about here and about. But you know, just talking to her and listening to her and connecting with her and hearing about her story, I feel like this story is really going to help somebody out. And I, I, I just. I thank you so much, Kim, for even talking about the subject you're going to be talking about today. Thank you for for inviting me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. So take us back to, let's hear about you, Kim, and your family. Uh, My husband and I, Bill, have been married for about, well, almost 21 years. We have four children. We have two girls and two boys, one in heaven. And we have our son, Alec, who is 14. Our daughter, Lauren, is almost 18. And our daughter, Taylor, is 19. And we have a son, Christian, who would have been 15. Okay. Now, why did you want to talk about this today? I think so many women go through either miscarriages or the loss of a child, and it's always hidden. Some people, I think, don't realize the depth of, that they're not alone. Right. And um, it happens more often than people want to even think about. But I also think that it's important because it wasn't just about losing our child. It was about continuing our life together. Right, trying to heal. Trying to heal. Right, I mean. And healing completely different ways. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I mean, I had knots in my stomach you know, before we even talked about this. And, and listeners, we were just crying uh, off air here. <laughs> we just have so much in common. And, you know, we're just real people talking about real things. You know, this is what life's about. And I just appreciate you talking about this. And I do want you to tell us now, when you were, go back to when you got pregnant and exactly what happened. So we had our two girls, and it's funny how God works in mysterious ways because my Lauren, she had an ear infection, and she had to get tubes in her ears. So I was at the office, and there was this cute little boy, and he was from Guatemala. Yeah. And he was just adorable. And so I went home, and I said to Bill, my husband, I said, hey, what about adopting? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, you know. And I said, but we're guaranteed a boy then because he was the last one to carry on the uh, family name. Right. And he's like, no, I just don't think I'm ready. And I'm like, okay, well, we can try one more time. Right. So we ended up getting pregnant. 
you know, with the third one, he went to me with the first two times to hear the heartbeat and everything. The third one, he's like, oh, you're good, you know. So I went by myself to the yeah. doctors, and I had the sonogram. She was real quiet, and I said, is something wrong? And she's like, I'm seeing some different things. And she says, I need to get the doctor. So I immediately called Bill, and I said, something's wrong. You need to come to the doctors right away. Yes. We were down at, I was actually down at Mickey. Uh, he works in town. He got there as soon as he could. And the doctor said, I think your baby has trisomy 18. And I said, what is that? And yeah. he's basically, trisomy 18 is. I've never heard of it. It's like, well, Down syndrome is trisomy 21. Okay. And so trisomy 18 is called Edwards syndrome. Basically, it's that child is incompatible with life. Oh, my gosh. And um, he said, we're not sure. We're going to have to, we can either wait and do an amnio or I can do a CVS right now. What is CVS? It's an internal, um, they go through internally and take blood from the, from my uterus and the, Baby, to you know, but the and there was a risk with that of miscarrying yes. just from that. Oh my gosh! And what I do, you do it's oh well, I couldn't wait, and yeah. I put it in God's hands. But I said to him, well, if the baby does have trisomy eighteen, what's next? And he says, well, your best option is to terminate, or you can wait until the baby dies on his or her own. We oh, didn't know what it was didn't yet. Know the sex of no. it. Okay. I but the CVS could tell us that also. Uh, how many weeks were you? Twelve weeks. Wow. Yeah. So I the next day it was I can remember as clear as day, it was a Thursday that I was there. The next day was a Friday and my doctor called me. I was at my parents' house and she called me and she says, Well, she says I wanted to let you know it is confirmed your baby has trisomy 18. And I just, it was just the worst thing to hear. And I said, well, can you tell me, is it a boy or a girl? And she said, it's a boy. Oh, my and, oh honey, um, I can't even imagine what you felt. Yeah. And she said, you know, you can do what you want. Right. And I said, I termination is not an option for me. And she said, okay. And... So we went through the pregnancy, long story short. I was the first um, patient of hers, and she'd been in practice over 30 years. I was the first patient that she had that did not terminate with a trisomy 18 baby. Really? Mm -hmm. So they didn't know how to deal with me. They didn't know how to counsel me. They didn't know... What right. to do? I mean, how were you feeling as far as being pregnant? Like, did um, you feel the same as you did with the girls? Or? Well, he was tinier, so I didn't feel him kicking as much. Yes. And then, of course, well, they had me going every week because they were basically checking to see if I had a heartbeat oh, or yes. he had a heartbeat. Right. And after about six weeks, they said, you know, why are we torturing you coming in every week? Let's wait and let's bring you in in, in a month. And then at 20 weeks, they gave me a big um, ultrasound. That's when they found out different things. Like he, they thought he had um, left hypoplastic heart syndrome, which is a heart defect that if they know ahead of time, they can actually operate on the child okay, as soon as they come out. Sign. Right. Yeah. And, and then one of the doctors said, you know, I think that we should just visit the NICU just to be safe. You know, you never know. You could end up delivering because they, they thought that it was pretty bad. 
but they didn't know for sure. Right. That's the thing. As a mom, I mean, you want to put your faith in their hands, but exactly, there's something that tells you no. Yeah, I, I and I, I can't terminate my exactly. Baby. And one of the biggest things that we learned is doctors are human, also. Right. And the only one that truly knows when your time is up is God. Exactly. I I believe that too, Kim. It's so. I mean, and I had such a peace about it. So then at thirty. About 30 weeks, my doctor, I was telling her, I'm like, oh, I just want to be able to hold him. And she said, well, we can schedule you for a C-section at 30, 32 weeks. And I was, at first I was like, oh my goodness, that is great. And he still had a heartbeat. Everything. He, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, why don't I do that? So I went home and I said, well, let me, you know, think about it. I went home and I really prayed about it. And I thought to myself, wait a second. You weren't going to terminate at 12 weeks. Why would you terminate at 32 weeks? Exactly. Yes. And I said, if God wants you to hold your child alive, if he thinks you are strong enough to be able to do it, then then it will happen. Oh, yes. I called her up and I said, I decided I'm not going to. I said, we're going to go full term. Good for you, Kim. That was your calling. That's what you wanted to do in your heart. Yeah. Yes. And she said, okay, I totally understand and she said, let's, why don't, whenever we have, when you have them though, because I was having a C-section, I had a C-section with the girls. Right. And she said, why don't we have you, as soon as we have him, we'll put him on your chest so that you can just have him by you and see him and everything. And I oh said, okay. I said, that, that's, that's good. You know, right. I, I, let's do that. My every church. Day you must have been praying every yeah, day. Absolutely. That you know, you're going to deliver your baby. Oh, and just my church you know. was the rock for us. And my, I had different neighbors. I had meals scheduled from the time that he came home. He was born on November 18th until after Christmas, after the new year. Wow. People brought People us were meals. You meals. Oh my gosh. Yes. Now how during this, like you were saying, like your thirty two weeks, did your husband say anything like he wanted the baby to be full term too? He did what he didn't know what to do for me and he didn't know how to act. He whatever you want, honey, is what I want. Okay. Um, I think he was extremely scared. Right. As was I. He was we, with our girls. He was always talking to my belly. He didn't do any of that. I think he was afraid to love him. Oh, I can understand that. Yeah. I can totally understand that. He and I only. It was after we had him one night because we brought him home. We had him and. Okay, so how many weeks were you, babe? I was thirty-eight weeks. Okay, that that is really good. Yep, and he was. They took him straight up to the NICU, but he didn't need to. They're like he's doing well. He does so you, not. Need. Oh my gosh! So wait, you had a C-section. I had a C-section when they gra- when they took him out. Did they let you see him? Oh yeah. Oh. And Bill was over with it. I didn't get to hold him because you know, oh. C-sections are strapped down. Now was he like of weight? Like what was his? He was weight? four pounds sixteen or. 13 ounces. Oh, I think. God. Yeah. Bless. He was tiny. Oh. He was such a tiny little thing. At one point, he did get to six pounds, and that was like a victory. Oh, but so he they didn't took make him up that. to the. They um, took him up to the NICU. Okay. Did all his vitals and everything, and they're like, he doesn't need to stay here. So we were like, oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Because he's preemie. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, well, he was full term. Oh, okay. But he was pretty, he was still tiny. Right, tiny. With, so he yeah. just meant like 
they meant he doesn't have to be the NICU. Yeah. Not go home with him. Right. They meant. Yeah, yeah. We weren't expecting to bring him home or anything. So we brought him, they brought him down to us and I've got to hold him and all of that wonderful stuff. Oh my gosh. And, um, the one doctor had suggested to me, you know, once he's born, if he, you know, if he looks good, you should get another heart echo, because you his um, so they're heart learning. Could they're be, learning as they go along too, right? Exactly, because they never had a baby like no. And she, he said, you know, maybe his heart isn't as bad as what we originally thought. Yada yada. Exactly. So there was one doctor that came in that night, the first night. Where and were you again? We were at West Penn Hospital. Oh, West Penn. Okay. Lovely, wonderful hospital. Bill had stayed with me, and we had said, you know, keep. we kept him in with the nurses because I felt safer with him being right, with them. Right, because you're not sure. You <laughs> and know. we said, just wake us if he ends up, you know, if something happens, just wake us. Was he awake, though, like that you could see his eyes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd, wa- he'd look around. He looked a lot like Lauren, Aww. my middle one. Did he have dark hair? He had a little bit a little of hair, hair, yeah. yeah. Did the girls get to see him? Well, yeah, that's the next day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I just feel so much joy in you going full term and seeing his it, God baby. rewarded us. Yeah, it was. And oh. it, so the doctor came. This other doctor came in, and he he said, "Well, his blood sugar is very low." I'm like, "Well, when are they going to do the heart echo?" And he just was right. so negative. And he's like, "Why do you want a heart echo?" And I said, Hello. because he's my son. Yes. And it was suggested. And he goes, well, if it were up to me, we wouldn't do it. And I screamed <gasps> oh at him. Oh, my gosh. This is like 4 o'clock in the morning. And I screamed at him. I'm like, it is not up to you. Yeah, right. It's not your decision. This is my child. And I said, get out of here now. <gasps> Good for you. And he's like, uh, and I said, out of my room and I started hyperventilating. Just getting yourself all worked up. Yes. And that's the last thing you need. And Bill's like, you need to leave. He said to the he said to the doctor, you need to leave. Wow. So the next day we This were, wasn't the same doctor. No, it was a different doctor. Oh see. He doesn't even know no. what's going on. I mean, so many had the mindset, what was the point? Because he's not compatible with life. So the next day, we actually had a service called Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep that I highly recommend for any parents who know their child is not going to make it. It is a free service that professional photographers um, give to families, and they take pictures of your child. Um, She originally was supposed to come the day that we had him, but it was just... There was just too much going on. Yes. So she came the next day, and Lauren and Taylor got to come. Aww. And we had a family, you know, family portrait session. Yes. Um, my oldest one, Taylor, was very scared. How old was she? She was four, and Lauren was three. Two. Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. Lauren was instantly, as soon as she got in the room, she was running over to him. His name was Christian. Christian. But they didn't know his circumstances. No. Well, the they, they, they didn't. Young. Yeah. They didn't yeah, know. They yeah. She just, she couldn't wait to hold him. Well, then when Taylor saw that she was holding him, I think she was like, well, if she's holding him, I guess I should. Yes. <laughs> Taylor, was, Taylor was more reserved with, yes. with him. Because you don't want to, like, you don't want to break him because he's so tiny. Oh, he was so tiny. You're scared, yes. you know? The next day we did have the echocardiogram, and here his heart wasn't as bad as what they originally thought. Yes, that's good. And the only hard part was... 
had he not had trisomy 18 because he had other you know defects, they would have operated on him. But because he had trisomy 18, she said, if you really want to, we, this was the heart, this was the in NICU um, cardiologist. She said, if you want, we can operate on him, she right. said, but he probably would not make it through surgery. But they've never done it before, right? No, but I didn't want to risk I know. him going. My biggest prayer always was, Lord, let him go from my arms right into your arms. I love that. And so I thought if he were to die on the table, he's not going to go from my arm. I wanted to be with him. As hard as yes. it was going to be, I wanted him to know how oh. much his mom and dad. Yes, I. You know what? I totally agree him. with that. I and, totally agree. And wanted him. You know, I don't know. I. I have to believe that he knew how much we loved him. So how many days? One hundred and five days. What? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> so he was born. You said November, November 18th. 18th. And he went to be with the Lord March 3rd. That's, wait, that's amazing. It was, it was a true miracle. So he, you had him through Christmas. Now, did you have him at home? We had him at home. Okay. We, yeah. we did not do a nursery. We didn't have a car seat because they were telling us he's not going to come home. Oh my gosh. And so all of a sudden my good friend was bringing our car seat from the girls. Right. My mom and my cousin, well, they cleaned the nursery, but I did not let him go in the nursery. He, he all rules, all he rules were him. out the door. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. But um, they, so we had a big celebration for when he came home. Oh, and my gosh. That's so... The, there was another kind doctor in the hospital the day that, before we left, and he was talking to us, and I was telling him how upset I was at the other doctor. And yes, he said, good for you. Kim, I can tell you one thing. He said, you can wake up every morning, and you can say, is this the day that the Lord is going to take my child, or praise God, I have another day with my child. Oh, my God. He said, which one's better to have? And I said, you're absolutely right. And so every day that we, he came home, the, when, the day before Thanksgiving, he came home. Okay. How, how much did he weigh? He was still only 4.13, I think. Oh, really? Was he yeah. drinking milk and He stuff? was drinking, yeah. I would pump. Formula? Oh, pump. I would pump and then give him because Red he pump. didn't know how to latch on. Yeah. And so that Thanksgiving, it was just the five of us. My mom made us a Thanksgiving dinner, and Bill went over and got it. And it was because I wanted it to be special. I wanted it to be just the five of us for Thanksgiving. But then all of a sudden, Christmas came around. and So every day you would wake up, you and your husband, Bill. And, and this the girls. Is the day the and Lord has would, made, let us rejoice. Look at, yeah, you'd keep yep. looking at him like he is. I mean, would he make sounds? Yeah, he would cry. <laughs> and Taylor got warmed up to him more. Yes. And she, I have the best pictures of her just laying right next to him. She had a. She'd probably die if she knew I was telling this story. But she had, <laughs> remember Franklin, the cartoon? Yes. She had a Franklin and doll, and she gave her Franklin. He sat right in the carrier with oh, Christian all the time. God. And I have so many pictures of her and Christian, her just laying right next to him, giving him kisses. And Lauren was my crazy one. I would hold him in our house. She would be just run and run in circles <laughs> every time she would pass would us. Would he be watching? He would be. So just, his eyes were so alert. Like yes. everything. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine when they said that he could not have a 
quality. Like, it just yeah. doesn't make sense to It me. doesn't, no. She would go past him, and she would go, oh, hi, baby Christian, I love you, and she'd kiss him on the forehead oh. or kiss him on the cheek, and the poor kid was just, you know, like, I love oh. it. I love it. I love it. I it love was it. wonderful. And so tell us about the days and months going on. I mean, how um, how is your husband dealing with, you know, like every he, day? Well, Christian? so it's funny you said that because one day when it was after we brought him home, it was probably like the week that we brought him home, and he was laying with him in a chair, and he was just rocking him, and he looked at me and he said, I finally know what you have been going through the past nine months. <sighs> Oh, my gosh, Kim. And he said, I'm so sorry. He said, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to. I was afraid to love him. They didn't want to feel. And, you know, I totally understand it because as women carrying the baby, we're the ones that are feeling it, knowing what's going on. And, you know, some of the, I'm not speaking for every couple, but some of the dads feel like, they don't know, or they don't want to know, because they're scared to death. Yes. They're scared to death. Yep. Uh, his focus was, I need to provide for the other two right. and take care of the other two. Right. But he had tears in his eyes, and, and then I started crying, because I'm like, thank you, Lord. He finally he finally gets it. Yes. You know, we're right. finally on the same page. Exactly. Because he was in the beginning of the book. I was at the end of the book. Right. And to finally be in the middle. To come together like that. To come yeah. together like that was... Just and he probably looks at you, Kim, like, wow, my wife has been through a lot. Yeah. Because your pregnancy wasn't like the other pregnancies. No. You know, you I couldn't enjoy it. No, you couldn't. Every day you were like, oh, my gosh, like, were you afraid to do anything, to go anywhere? I was just afraid to do anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you. I can remember um, that Halloween, and I was like eight, eight, over eight months pregnant. Well, yeah, because I was delivering in three weeks. Right. And I can remember just passing out the candy and crying thinking Christian's never going to have Halloween. But you, you didn't know, know that and, I didn't, and until no. you so to go back to after Christmas did you like did he see people? And, oh yeah, my sister called him Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> the week that we brought him home, we're the, you know, a family of 5 now. Yes. We're outnumbered. Right, right. <laughs> and he Bill's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "I want to go to Eaton Park." Oh, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, what? Get me a supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, we can't go to Eaton Park. And I'm like, but why? Why? And he says, well, we got the baby. And I'm like, just because he has trisomy, trisomy 18 doesn't mean we can't go out. Right. He's like, all right. And he sat in his little, you know, carrier. Were you and very he didn't make a peep. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, would people... Could people, could someone notice anything? No. Uh, yes, he did have a cleft lip. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. but that's it. But that was it. Oh, and other than just being so tiny. Right. Um, and so he was like, okay. So my sister called him Waldo because I was like, he's going everywhere. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not letting this, you know, sickness disorder control your family control our family yeah Yeah. so he went to church with us and I think I was the most proud when I would bring him to church oh yeah we had him and the girls dedicated into our church yeah I took him everywhere took him New Year's New Year's Eve we went to Hibachi with my sister and her family and I paid I was a nervous wreck though because it was you know like all that smoke oh yeah and then that night he was real fussy so I was like okay maybe he was eating like he was yeah yeah he was amazing he started gaining weight he did 
Yeah. Okay. At one point, he was six pounds. Okay. I think it was only for a day. Oh, really? <laughs> but I was like, woohoo! Yes, I'm, I'm surprised. Now, he would poop and pee like he would. Yep. He was I just a normal. He wasn't gaining it. I think just with, from the disorder. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But it's it's still, it's just amazing that yeah. he was still eating and drinking. And what about his clothes? Where did you find his clothes? Oh, my goodness. See, that, it's so funny so you cute. said that because um, my mom at the time, right after we brought him home, like in January, she ended up, long story short, she broke her hip. And she was in the hospital. And I would bring him to the hospital to see her and everything. I bought him a pair of jeans. <laughs> and, I said, and, and my mom just would tell everyone, she he came to the hospital in a pair of jeans. Every boy should have a pair of jeans. And he had on these cute little jeans oh and suspenders. What size were they? <laughs> they were preemies. They he were was preemies. only, yeah, That's he could only wear preemies. Find, yeah. <laughs> and I still have all of his clothes in a box um, that I eventually want to get strong enough and make either teddy bears or quilts for like me quilt. and the girls. Yes. So um, I know it's going to be hard, but... So going through the months, you went through Valentine's Day. and you yeah. went through, you Valentine's know, Day was our last holiday as the five of us. Oh. And that's amazing. I it was till April, no? March 3rd. March 3rd. So on Valentine's Day... Bill and I, of course, would always go out. Well, I ended up because, it, you know, I didn't want to bring him out. So the five of us had dinner together. We had a lot. We had lobster filet and a cake. And nice. so from then on, I said to Bill, let's make this a tradition. So still to this day, Valentine's Day, it's always the the five of us, the new five of us. Yes. And that's what we do for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, I love that. I love that, honey. Yeah. I love that. So did you see anything different, or did you notice anything after that so, weeks later? Yeah, um, I, his breathing was getting more difficult. I, My biggest fear is him going to heaven without Bill around, with me by myself with the girls. How are they going to be able to handle that? Seeing me so upset, and I, always, I just prayed constantly, Lord, when you're ready to take him, please, please let it be that I, yeah, and then... He goes from my arms to your arms. Right. I love that. So it was March 2nd. Um, actually, March 1st. I could That night, I can remember just laying with him, and he was having a hard time breathing, and I was rocking him, and I was just crying. And I said, God, please, like, I don't want, I'm not ready yet. Right. And, um, but I knew, like, I didn't want him to suffer either. So then um, the next night was Friday night, and I said to Bill, my guy, it's it's getting bad. Like, it, we just knew. And they had given us, like, the hospice nurse. We had a wonderful hospice nurse. And she had told us different things to give him and stuff like that. Um, but I was afraid. To, I didn't want to give him morphine because I'm like, okay, morphine's going to end his life. Right. So you, you just struggle with that, you know, because you don't want him to suffer. But... It was it was the hardest that's, that's thing. Kind of the hardest. Yes, thing. it truly was. But they, I did want to give him Ativan to help with his breathing because that would calm him down. Right. They couldn't and put any tubes to help him breathe. They, they didn't. They didn't want it. The only thing we were going to do was if he wasn't going to eat, then we were going to give him a feeding tube because I didn't want to starve him. But he was still eating. But he was still eating. Yes. Yep. Okay. So that night, the girls were in bed, and Bill and I were just laying in bed with him, and we kept watching him, and um, I don't know what time it was, but all of a sudden, him and I fell asleep for literally 10 minutes. Mm. And he, you he was in my arms, and all three of us, we were in bed together. Yeah. 
And um, Bill woke up, and we both woke up, like, startled. And he looked at him, and he said, Kim, I think he's gone. Oh, God. And I checked, and he was. He was in your arms, Kim. He was in your arms. Yeah. And um, we're like, well, what do we do? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I said, you know what? We're not going to do anything. We're going to just keep him with us because we need the girls to say goodbye to him. Because they had known that he wasn't going to be with us forever. So they knew. They knew. But they're still so young. They're so young. So the next morning... um, they, I wish I they had couldn't tell. I know. I sh- we should have. Right. Both of us are sitting here crying. That was silly of us. <laughs> um, we. He didn't look. He just looked like he was sleeping. Yeah. He was so peaceful. So we said, "Girls, this is the day Christian's going to go to heaven." And they're like, "Really?" Like they two and four. They didn't understand. Yes. And um, so I called my next You're door so neighbor. Strong, though, oh. to even talk about it with your girls and just be strong for them. You know. When you you know you're a mom, you've you've got to be strong. Yep. They were what got me up every day. Right. So we called our next door neighbors and um, said, "Sally, you know, Christian passed," and she said, "We will be right over." And they they got to say goodbye to him because they were um, they were our rock in oh. the neighborhood. Isn't that so nice to have people support you and be there for you? And they're two of their girls and Taylor and Lauren. They're all best friends. And so they stayed with them because we didn't want the girls there when the caretaker came to get him and stuff like that. So they got to say goodbye to him. Sally and Tim got to say goodbye to him. And then my parents and Bill's parents came over and my brother and his girlfriend at the time had, they came over and they all got to say goodbye to him. And I couldn't, then when the hospice nurse was there because she had to declare... Right. The caretaker, and we weren't even, like we hadn't, we hadn't planned a funeral or anything because we, again, we right. planned, we did all of the and why would you funeral because stuff? Look at how right, long he was alive. Yeah, and they had said well, he wasn't going to be alive. Right, we were just assuming like they the funeral was going to get him from the hospital and that was it. Right, so we weren't planning to have him laid out or anything. Well, then when we had him 105 days, we were like, we need to say a formal. Goodbye. Yeah. So we did have um, a funeral for him. We had him laid out one day. You know, it was the hardest thing a parent can ever go through. No one wants to see a child in a coffin. No, no. And we didn't have the girls, we didn't have them come. They were at the funeral home, but they didn't come into the room or anything. They were too little. Yeah, they were running. Their cousins kept them busy downstairs. Right, right. (laughs) But we, we needed... To do that and um, to say goodbye, yeah, and we had him cremated. It, the funny story with with having him once he was cremated, um, they called us and they said, you know, he's ready to be picked up. Oh. And I told you, Lauren was always, you know, crazy with him and yeah. tortured the poor little thing. Yes. So me, Bill, and Lauren was home at the time. Taylor was at preschool. We went to pick him up, and it was extremely hard, right. as you can imagine. Oh God. But Bill had him his little urn in his hands, and Lauren took it out of his hands and started shaking it. We're oh like, oh, my, my gosh, gosh, even in death, she's still driving him crazy. Oh, I know, I know. He <laughs> so probably like, felt her <laughs> And it was, like, such a good thing, though, because we could actually smile about yes. it. You know, it was like a big like joke. your sister is still She's still tormenting you, Christian. <laughs> yeah, she's still tall. Oh, my God, that... 
That is so. That is. It's got to be the hardest thing anybody. It was by far. I, I am. I'm just so blessed that you got that 105 days. Oh, beyond. Yes. Yep. And then you're able to talk about it. It's taken a while. Yeah. And it's been hard for Bill and I, as a couple even. Right. I, everybody um, grieves differently. They do. And I don't think men... We're I don't think different. men... Yes. We are built so different. Yes. Each year, you know, I dreaded coming his birth, and still to this day, we send him balloons on his birthday. This past birthday, Taylor, actually Bill was with Taylor up at Miami of Ohio. That's where she goes to school. He was helping her with a statistics class, so they FaceTimed us, and he got balloons for him and Taylor to give to him, and me, Lauren, and Alec, our other son. Yes, we're going to have to yeah, touch on that. <laughs> they, well, um, how old would Christian have been this past? 15. 15. And so we send him balloons. We never miss a birthday. We send him balloons. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you'll... It's almost like you'll never forget that. No. Ever. Like, there's no. just no... You know, and your family and friend, close friends, yeah. you know, they all... Because they were there, and they saw the joy that you... Your, family of five had now so you still have a family of five yep so bring us back to how like so yeah um because <laughs> i was like wait yeah that's right he was born in or he passed away in march and in june bill said to me hey what do you think about that whole adoption thing again what so and it was like, his idea it was his idea you're kidding and i looked at him like are you kidding me i'm like bill it's way too soon like i i can't even you were still think. yeah you were like Yes. Your heart was just... He's like, but, well, let's just pray about it. And the crazy part was I would go somewhere, and, I like, I was at the park, and I saw this little boy from Guatemala. I went to church, and there was this little girl that had just come back from Guatemala. You're kidding me. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what are you telling me? Yes, what are you telling me? But my big fear was... And this is stupid, but we all, as women especially, like, well, what's everyone going to think? Like, am I, are they thinking I'm going to try to, I'm trying to replace really, him? Really, though, Kim? Who, who I know. I, I know. I can understand <laughs> where you're going through because, you know, people judge. And, yeah. But if they're your friends and family and they love you. Yes. They're not going to judge you. And even family members had a hard time with it at first. Right. And But Bill's like, Kim, I don't care. So where did you go? Like, where did well, you go? So we... That was another crazy, this was another God sign, because I was with my friends, and he started doing research on it. He's like, oh, I found this agency, EAC, European Adoption Consultant, and he said, they're based in Ohio. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, um, and then I was talking to this lady, I'm like, oh, where did you get your daughter from? And she said, EAC, a place called EAC. And I'm like, all right, this is another sign. She's like, we had a wonderful experience with them. Yeah. yeah. So we went to, and God was up there. He was. Yeah. So they they were actually having a conference in Grove City. Okay. And Bill's like, he couldn't go, but it was in the summertime. And he's like, just go and see what it's about. And this was like in July? This or was in August. It was in July, yeah. yeah. Or uh, June, because June. we were leaving yeah. for um, we were leaving for Italy. We were going on a cruise to Italy oh, in July. <laughs> I'm driving up, and I was praying about it. And I said, Lord, if this is right, just please let me know. And I see this rainbow. And when Christian passed, I had told people, when you see a rainbow, think of Christian. I won, and we had 105 balloons released on his 
at his um, oh funeral, gosh, uh, all in rainbow colors. Because oh, and so I I saw this rainbow and I'm like, okay, Lord, I hear you. Oh. And it fell completely into place. Long story short, from the time that we signed the papers. So you went up to that conference in Grand we City, the conference. and you just felt like, this is where I need to be. Yeah. Wow. We decided to go ahead with it, and she said, well, let me just tell you, Guatemala is shutting down, so you can't wait on your decision. You need oh to decide. God. What do they mean like by ASA, shutting down? The government was shutting all adoptions down. Why? Everybody they needs didn't, a home. I know. They didn't want their... They were just getting too many being taken from Guatemala, and they were starting to be corruption. So they're just going to be in, like, adoption? In an of, office? Um, or orphanages. Orphanage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, that is a whole other topic. Oh. Um, but God was so faithful throughout the entire process. Very quickly, like, we decided to go for it. In October, they called us, and they said they shut everything down. It's a no-go. Oh. And I just Breaking your was, heart again. Yes, I was like, I just lost another son. Yeah. They called us back like three weeks later, and they said, listen, there is a possibility. There's some things going on, and if you want, we can proceed again. She said, it, you could end up You're losing like, money. Oh. And I'm like, I don't care. And I, I had an unexplainable peace that it was going to go through, and that God was going to grant us this child. Right. I mean, think about all the things that have happened to you with Christian. Yes. That you believed and I believe in signs I, and that God totally. told you, you know. So we said, yep, let's go for it. He was born on November 10th. Okay. So he wasn't even a whole, he was eight days short of Christian's birthday. Oh my Which was goodness. so crazy to that us. That is, yes. What a sign. Um, so when did you get to see him? So you knew well, about him. See, uh, you asked like the best questions. Oh no, no, no. Cause I'm just like, oh my God. Cause I'm <laughs> listeners. I'm hearing this for the first time as well. You know? so exactly. I'm, I'm like, oh, I just wanted to know how all this has happened. So another God thing on the one year anniversary of Christian's passing, we went out to dinner and we came back and the girls wanted to watch a video. We had this whole video compiled of Christian. Aww. We start watching it and they both started crying and they're like, we, we can't watch it. I'm like, that's okay, girls. Like, we always did what Might was best for them. Yeah. Um, so then I went and I looked on my emails, and we got an invitation to go visit Alec for the first time. <gasps> what? And I'm like, like, this was November 18th. This, this, so that, no, this was um, March 3rd, the anniversary oh, of his March passing. March 3rd. So, you, okay, we went for, okay, so October was when they said you still want to put money into yes. the facility. And you're like, yes, yes. And then he, we got a call December 6th that he was born. Okay. And, and they sent us a video of him and they said, you know, you, you have to let us know if this is the child you want. Like, Hello. Well, just watching a video? Watching a video, yes. Uh, no, I, I want this child. It doesn't exactly. matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. No. So we were like, oh my gosh, we, we have a boy. Oh. His name. And his na- his birth mom named him Miguel Angel Ramirez. Angel, <laughs> I Can you do. believe that? You know what? <laughs> Christian is the angel. Yep. So then on the anniversary of Christian's passing, we get this email invite to go visit him. Three weeks later, we were on a plane to Guatemala, and he had been with a foster family this whole time. He wasn't in an orphanage. How old was he? Like about 
Well, at that time, months. he was three months. Three yeah, months. three, a little over three months. Okay. He was just the cutest little bugger. Oh, my gosh. So when you got off that plane and you went to the... the we had to go to the hotel. Okay. We had to wait the next day to for him to come. I bet you were, like, so excited. So I your can, husband, was he... He I mean, was so is, excited. We oh. And this is, I think, something important for parents that have thought about adopting actually oh yes you know I think sometimes people don't adopt because they're afraid well am I going to feel like they're really mine yeah so we're waiting in our hotel room yeah and it seemed like forever it was probably only five minutes but we're like okay let's start reading the bible so we started reading to calm us down and we get the phone call. And they said, he's here. And we just had to walk down the hall. Oh my so we're God. like, oh, my gosh, you're going to meet him. Listen, if you could see Kim right now, the excitement in her face and the smile. Because, you know, we were, well, I saw a bloodshot from crying. I, the joy. Oh, honey, what, what did you do? So we're walking down the, uh, the, down the hallway. And I stopped him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Bill, this is exactly the feeling we had when we went to the hospital have our three kids yes. and he's like you are absolutely right oh there was no I got the chill no skin. difference whatsoever oh honey oh we go in and he takes a look at me and he gives me this big smile and I burst into oh, tears oh my god I will You're never like, forget that my that is my son yeah and we got to stay, we had to stay in the hotel with him because it's dangerous in Guatemala. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh, five days in a hotel room with this kid. Like, what are we going to do? They went so fast. We were allowed to go to dinners and stuff yes. like that in the hotel. <gasps> and there were other families oh. that were in the process of adopting as well. Right. So we were hanging out with them and stuff. Oh. Um, but then I had to give him back to the foster mom on the day five because we were just visiting him. We weren't actually there oh to bring him home. Oh, my gosh. You're so, like, you have all this excitement, and you're like, I got to get uh, the baby back. But, and I don't want to sound dramatic, but people said, like, wasn't that hard? And I said, it was, but I knew I was getting him back. And there was, so I, it was nothing like losing my child. Right. That I knew I wasn't going to see until I go to heaven someday. I know. You know? I know. I Your would, faith has really... Given you, it's, it's what's only. This is the only thing that has gotten me through this. Yes, and I do. I do believe in like the power of prayer, and I yes. believe in that signs. There yes. are signs places. Oh, that, without a doubt, that are telling you your life. Yep. This is what your life should. I be. yes, I knew that God's hand was in all of this. So we got back in the beginning of April. Um, so you went, came back home. Came so back home. Didn't we didn't. Him. We couldn't bring him with us. No. Okay. We came back home. And why? But well, because the paperwork wasn't completed. You're like, I'll do it right here. And I know, tell. right? <laughs> so then in July, or no, it was June. We got and call. He's like seven months now. He's seven. He's seven months. Yeah. We brought him home at nine months. Oh my gosh. We get a call and they said um, the government has decided that. Every birth mom needs to come to the courthouse with their birth child, and we have to make sure that the DNA matches and that this mother truly wants to give her child up for adoption. I did not know. Did they really do that? Yes, they did because there was being so much corruption. People were stealing babies to get money. I mean, because it, I'm not going to lie, it's very expensive to adopt. Oh my gosh. And so I said to Bill, I'm like, 
we're screwed. She's going to take one look at him and say, I, I, I want him back. Oh. And I said, if, she, if they can even find her, because, right. you know, how are they going to find this woman? The waiting game. I can't even imagine all the anticipation that yes. you guys have been through with everything. Everything. And even like the paperwork had to be in, there was a deadline of the paperwork to all be in. It, had, it was December 20th because they were shutting down for Christmas in Guatemala. They got, she got it in like at 10 o'clock at night. It was shutting down at midnight. Oh my gosh. That's so how much. You were like waiting. waiting. Yes. I mean, God's hand was just in everything, part of it. So they said, we'll call you if we find her and yada, yada. Uh. Like within two weeks, they called us. They said everything's a go. They oh, found where her. Where were you when you got that call? I was at my mom's, and I started jumping up and down and <laughs> crying. And we went out. We were. I would have been doing called the same Bill. Thing. And it was amazing, oh. and I could not believe that they found her. They did the DNA testing, and she yeah, said, "Yes, I still is. want." And so I have. An unexplainable love for this woman. Like, she will never know yes. the gift that she She's gave given, me. Yeah. Yes. Um, because she brought joy back into our lives. Yes, she did. Did you ever meet her? No. no. And I met the foster mom, and I'm actually still friends with the, um, her yeah. daughters on Facebook. It was nine months. It was nine months. And you, and how did you, like... Well, we were waiting. Get on the plane and go. Get yep, the, we we had to leave vacation early. We were supposed to get him the week before, but we were on vacation. And I'm like, is it terrible? Because we're like, we're putting these gr- the girls' worlds upside down. Yes. For them to not go on vacation because we're bringing their brother home. Like, how are they going to be? I know. So we bumped it back to the following week. Yeah. We brought the girls stayed with my parents. We got on the plane first thing in the morning. I can't even imagine the feel. Like I feel like it was, I'm in this story. Like I'm telling you, you need to write a book. I, because I that you should you, you know, you're right. Because here's another crazy story. I mean, part this, of it. you have so much to talk about, Kim, and you're helping so many people. I hope and pray. That's yes, my that is my prayer yes, that I can are. help someone else. When we got to the airport to go pick him up, the one doctor that was in our plan, she was the one who got us in touch with the NIC unit, and she was just wonderful. Doctor McGranahan was her name. Okay, we see her at the airport. And I said, you are, she's like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, you're never going to believe this. Oh, my god! And she's like, what? And I said, we're on a plane to Guatemala to pick up our son. She's like, what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, it was just crazy. Yes, this is just crazy. This is interesting So many different God things. And I bet you other people have stories that they just had signs of different things. Yes. It just kind of brought them to I hope and pray, yeah. So when you got off that plane, so we couldn't pick him up until they we were that was on Saturday. He was coming on Sunday morning, okay. So um, for us to have him finally, yeah. and then Monday morning we went to the um, U.S. Embassy to okay. do the final adoption wow. stuff. Oh. God or the um, foster parents were like a half hour late, and I start freaking out. I'm crying. Yes, I'm I like, would have been too. They want to keep him. We were like, no, he's my baby. Yeah, and oh. they finally got there. And they the, sending you pictures of him because I mean he's getting older and older. Again, you'd ask the best questions. <laughs> well, because I know I didn't want to be seen. So pictures. Facetime hadn't come out yet, right? So I couldn't see him. So when we went to visit him at three months, I brought five disposable cameras. 
Okay. And I asked them, can you please take pictures of him from now until whenever we pick him up? Oh, my God. So, so they would send it to you in the mail? They, well, no, they didn't because they. I don't even know if they knew how to capability oh, okay. of doing all that. Yeah. But I at least I got the pictures. So whenever we brought him home I got them all developed. Oh, and the love that they had for him was just oh, it just warmed my heart. Isn't that the best yes. because not knowing what he's right? doing or going through. They spoiled him environment wrong. That mm-hmm. <gasps> and um the the foster mom whenever she handed him over to I was she, was, she was a half an hour late. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, give me him yeah. <laughs> But she was crying. So oh, I knew that he was so Loved. Yes. 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 Oh, God bless her heart. Mm-hmm. God bless her heart. So, and she was being the mom for the yeah. Oh, she totally ones. was. It yeah. was. It was so wonderful. She that, said, "You are the mom." Yeah. Oh, it was oh, beautiful. Kim, I and can't. Oh. we brought him home. It was like midnight. You know, that was after nine eleven. So they I was weren't thinking, allowed. He was nine months old. So how much did yeah. he weigh? Was he like he was? I think big. Me, yeah, he was probably about. 14 pounds. Okay, so but he was he was still tiny. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, he wasn't long. Yeah. yeah. No, and um oh, no, that's we decided long. to fly first class home with him. Yes. <laughs> Since You're like, we're like, this is a this long is, flight with a yes, baby. <laughs> exactly. This is our joy right here. This is like our diamond. We are not, you know, exactly. Oh. And um, when we got home, my best friend from college and her girls all came to the airport and my parents, they brought the kids and oh. it was like, I mean, it was like one o'clock by the time we got home. One o'clock in the morning. In the morning, but th- my parents were like, I, they'll be okay. This they, is, they won't be mad that we brought their kids. Yeah. Yes, the girls. Yes. Oh, no. And they had these big signs, you know, welcome home, Alec. Oh. All these perfect. It was just perfect. And the first thing Lauren did was, give me him, give me him. <laughs> she couldn't wait to hold him. And oh, then Lauren Taylor gosh. did too. I am so, oh, that just touches my heart, honey. It was amazing. You know, I mean, you go through such a tragedy, mm-hmm. you know, of losing your son. And then God gives you this other son. Yeah. You know, and Absolutely. There's, it's not like he's replaced. Facing him, it's just no. that he is bringing more joy to your yes. life and your family because he needs a home, and you and guys were the right parents for him. Exactly, and we had decided to adopt. We said, you know, what is our reasoning? I said, I Christians' short time on earth taught us taught us so much about how precious right. life is yes. and the gift, and so we want to give someone. A better life. Oh. What turned out though is he gave us a better life. Oh, honey, I love that. I just want to hug you. <laughs> we, I mean, we could just talk about there's so oh, many my goodness, things, yeah. Kim, that I didn't even know about you that I'm learning too. That I'm like you're. You got a. You're a strong woman. You're a very strong woman and a very giving and loving Lord. person. Yes, you are. Thank you. So yeah. we are blessed to have you. You know, here in helping out with kids that do need adopted as well. Yeah. Oh, exactly. There's so much, and there are still kids that are in Guatemala that are trying. They're trying to find the the birth mom so they can be adopted. So that they can be adopted, and that's 14 years now. Yeah. In August, it'll be 14 years. Oh, jeez. So that's why I say like, that's right. He's God so was, How old is um, Alec going to be? He's going to be 15 in November. November 10th. November 10th. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So you were celebrating. You know, his birthday, November 10th, and then he celebrates yep. and Christians. Chris, Alec is very good about, he knows that. He knows the whole story. Yes, he yes. knows the whole story. I told him, if you ever want to go to Guatemala, 
Mala, and you know, if you want us to look for your mom, I'm more than happy to yes. do that. Like I never would deprive him of that. Yes, that's so wonderful. Oh. It would be hard. It would be really, really I hard. I know, I know. But you want him to be. I happy. want him to be happy. Yeah, and not I couldn't. Okay, <laughs> I really. Th- you've touched my heart in so many different ways today. Thank you. You know, and I, you know, we were laughing, we were crying. You know, I mean, this is what real life's about. This yeah. is what people go through. That you know, it is. It would be hard to talk about, but oh. you are so willing to talk about it, which made me feel like you know what? If you can talk about something like this, that you know, I can't even imagine if something happened to one of my children. That yes, talking about it helps you heal. It does. Don't it it truly does. Yeah. yeah. And the only other thing that I w- want to say, like Christian that I think moms go through, like they feel so alone with it. I mean, some, I think some men can be perfectly wonderful with it. I know that there are, that was not Bill. Yeah. You know, he didn't know how to express things. I can remember many a nights crying myself to sleep and him saying, you know, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just don't understand how you can't still be upset that Christian is gone. I was talking to my mom about it once and she said to me, honey, you need to stop this. She said, you know that Bill loved Christian. And you know how much Bill loves you. How do you think Christian would feel if he thought that he was the cause of you and Bill having problems in your marriage? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh my gosh. And your mother is a wise woman. Oh, she was wonderful with because I, mean, I, I see, you know, as a woman, like, you know, I would cry about stuff or something happened to one of my kids or something in my family, and I'd be like, why isn't he crying? Yes. But if we're both crying and we're a mess and rolled up in a ball, what, what is that going to yeah, do for the rest of the family? How are we going to function as a family? <laughs> that is so know, true. Is. You need someone to just be a little bit stronger, and I'm sure... Yeah. That you know, men and women show their emotions differently. You know, yes, it could be the husband exactly. could be the one crying all the time. You know, so you don't know what somebody's going to react when things yep. like this happen, and you just got to say to them because they internalize it, and maybe they don't want to really because the more they talk about, it, the more they bring it up. It just makes them very sad. Yeah, my mom said she's a. Christian didn't ask to be born with trisomy 18. That was his path that God gave him. She said, how do you think he would feel knowing that you two are fighting because you're grieving, just because you're grieving differently? differently. Yeah. It's so true. So I hope and pray that if uh, there's another mom out there that is going going through that, that they can see that. It shouldn't ruin a relationship. It shouldn't ruin a relationship. Because it's nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, you know, and if someone's having a hard time getting through it, like you don't get over something like that. Like it's you not don't. like some, and there's days where, like you said, you, reminders or the the dates and things yep. like that that are just going to trigger you. In those days, you come together as a family and yes. talk about it and just brace and think about your baby. Exactly. And another, I will also say another thing: have a friends who have lost someone. The best advice I can give is don't forget, keep that memory alive forever. Like when it's their birthday, just let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. Exactly. Or on the anniversary of their passing you know christian had a godmother every single birthday she sends me a gift for for him god bless her yes that is so sweet yes she's wonderful you know and it's just that reminder like i i remember as a mom for someone to not remember your child is just devastating right it is right it's just really hard keep his memory alive Mm -hmm. forever you know I have a family, friends of ours, that they lost their son, and he was young. And 
she posts stuff on Facebook all the time, like, you know, happy birthday to my baby in heaven. And you just, oh, some people are like, oh, I don't want to read that. That's so sad. But you know what? It's, it's just life. life. Yeah. Just imagine how they feel. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I mean, my God, I, I just give, I actually give them a lot of credit because I don't know, you don't know what you would do, but I'm, I'm thinking to myself, that's the way to go about stuff like that. Yeah. Help you heal, to talk about it. Exactly. To know that you're not alone. And um, I'm sure there's support groups out there as well. I, yeah, there are. Okay. I was never one to go to one because I think I was just so busy with the girls Well, yeah, and, stuff. and as soon as Alec came, you just, yeah. yes. And sometimes that's better. Keep yourself yeah. busy, and then you're not really thinking about every day. Yeah. Oh. Another funny story with it all. So when we were in Italy, well, we came back from Italy, and we realized we were pregnant. But this was in the whole process of doing the paperwork for getting Alec. Bill's like, oh, my gosh. So I guess we're not going to adopt anymore. And I'm like, wait a second. Why? I said, what did we say why we were going to adopt? He said, to give a child a better life. And I said, right. It wasn't just to have another child. Right. We're we're still continuing this. And he goes, oh, I guess we're going to have twins then. <laughs> like our birth child. And But I ended up um, miscarrying. Oh, my gosh, Kim. Because I was, it was like hard. It was holding so on hard. at the edge I of know. my seat. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> did I not know about it? But this? I feel like it was God's way of showing me too. Like, you don't want just you just don't want to have another baby. You you do want to give life. a child a better life, yes. you know? Because, yeah, I, we could have gotten pregnant again. Yes. Even after that miscarriage, we're done. Like, oh. let's just... Kim, your story, I'm telling you what, I think that, seriously, you should think about writing, doing something, because I really feel like your story has so many different avenues about it. It does, it doesn't it? Yes. So many twists and turns. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just look at you like, wow, you're just a beautiful, <laughs> strong woman. You're a wonderful mom. Thank wonderful you. Person, I, you know, I wish we would have known each other I know, better right? because now I feel like I do know you better today. And oh, you know, I just appreciate you coming out and talking to me. And I talking appreciate to our you listeners. taking the time. Is there anything else you want to say to our listeners? No, just if they're going through something like this, reach out, and I would love to just even pray for them. Exactly, we can all pray for anybody that's going through any yeah. loss. Oh, thank you so much, honey, for thank being you. on school with me, Jenny D. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, oh, I love having you. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny Dean.